Hello and welcome to Princess in the Podcast, where we talk all things Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah, Ryan, and Katie sat down to talk about Investor Day. So this week is not time for our monthly Disney Plus episode, but we couldn't just wait to do this episode. What do you guys think? So many things. I feel like if we tried to save this for the Disney Plus episode, we wouldn't get to recommend anything. This is just our Disney Investor Day 2020 episode where we're going to talk about all the things that were announced. We're going to talk about what we're really excited for and just kind of go from there. The big overall arching theme is that, you know, there's just a lot of content coming in the next, I believe the timeline for most of these was two to three years. And so we've got 10 Star Wars series, 10 Marvel series, 15 Disney live action animation and Pixar series, 15 Disney live action animation and Pixar feature films. They did also announce a price increase for Disney Plus, which will go into effect March 26, 2021. So that's at the about year and a half mark for Disney Plus. And it'll go up $7.99 a month or $79.99 a year, while the Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN bundle will be $13.99 a month. Katie, I don't know about you, but me and Ryan signed up for like three years for like $150 or something like that. Before they announced, they did a D23 discount. Did you get that discount? No, I'm poor. I don't have that much money to pay up front. <laughs> In a nice world, I would do it, but... Yeah, so it's nice just because, like, it it locked in our price for three years. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we've already paid for it. Some things that, like, I don't really care about, and I don't know how much people really care about, is, like, the Star brand, which is Disney Plus Abroad. It's their general entertainment content brand, which is international, and it's part of Disney Plus. There's going to be a separate service for Latin America called Star Plus. Star will launch in Europe and other markets. February 23rd, 2021. So there's the boring stuff. The kind of overall stuff. Let's talk about Disney Television Studios and Disney Plus. The thing I'm excited for, Katie is not excited for because she didn't like the movie. True. Is Beauty and the Beast, the prequel. Basically, it's kind of like the origin story of Gaston. I'm excited because Luke Evans is coming back to reprise the role of Gaston and Josh Gad is returning to do, do to reprise his role as LeFou. And then Alan Minken, who did the original music, music for Beauty and the Beast back in the 90s, he's going to be involved. So I think it's going to be really good. What do you guys think? Interesting. I don't I don't hate I really like Luke Evans and I think he was I think he was a good Gaston. That wasn't I didn't hate that part really of the movie. So, I mean, I'll watch it because I like I didn't hate Luke Evans and Josh Gad. <laughs> so, if that's just all it's going to be, I'll probably give it a try. So, then another thing that's coming out, I don't really care about uh Swiss Family Robinson is being reimagined. I'm kind of curious what that will look like. Did you see anything on the announcement about that, Katie? No, that's that's just about all it said on there. No details yet gotcha percy jackson and the olympians based on the best selling book series i'm sure that's going to be great the movies have been very popular i've never watched them have you from my gathering they 
the first one was kind of popular. The second one didn't do so hot. Yeah, I never I, watched them. I never read the books, so I don't. I don't know anything about them really. Yeah, fans are really unhappy with the way that they like adapted them, and so I think this could be a big win if Disney adapted this correctly because. Like at Newcastle, I, you know, when I would substitute teach, like they read this book during the year. And so like, it is a, it's a giant, like, uh, like fan base. And so I think if they can adapt this better than they did the movies, I think it'll do really well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then the really exciting stuff is the stuff that's coming out this upcoming year in 2021, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, which will pick up, you know, a couple years later with Emilio Estevez and Lauren Graham in the series. We've been talking about this. I feel like we've been talking about this for a year, probably about a year. (laughs) And so I'm really excited about it. During Investor Day, they did show a trailer that we watched part of (laughs) and then it got cut off because Ah. the live stream for that streamer ended. We've watched some of the streams we've read a lot of articles we've read a lot of press releases trying to get prepared for this but it just looks like it's going to be really really good the next thing that was announced is turner and hooch a comedy starring josh peck and his partner a dog i don't know how i feel about a josh peck tv show i'm out that's not drake and josh i'm out gonna be a no from me dog it's it's not even it's not even about the Drake and Josh part. I'm just out. I've never been a fan of Josh Peck. So fun fact: Ryan is not a fan of Drake and Josh. Nope. No reaction, Kate. Awkward pause. <laughs> I forgive I get you, Ryan. It's okay. I get that a lot. I go against the I go against the grain on those two. Well, I remember there was a Josh Peck show with John Stamos where it was like like a drama or something, and it was weird. oh yeah. I and that kind of leads us into our next thing, which is Big Shot, a celebration of girl power set in the world of high school basketball, which stars John Stamos. So I think that's going to be kind of weird, too. I don't really know how I feel about that. Any other any thoughts from you guys? No comment. Mm, yeah, I I don't know. It, it's So for me, John Stamos is one of those characters that will always, no matter what he does, is going to be Uncle Jesse. Like... So I don't know if I can ever watch anything else that he's in and not like think that he's somehow playing Uncle Jesse from Full House. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the last thing that was announced to debut in 2021 is The Mysterious Benedict Society, which is based on a best-selling book series. I've never read it. Have you, Katie? I have not. I've never even heard of it. The only Benedict I know is um, Eggs Benedict and Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Benedict Arnold. Oh, yeah, I guess that guy. This series is going to feature um, two actors. I don't remember who the first one was, but there's a female actress who was on 30 Rock, and she played, played a crazy lady. And I feel like she plays that character in everything she's in, so I'm intrigued how that's going to turn out. So that kind of wraps up Disney Studios' Let's Talk Nat Geo. Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. This looks like it's going to be really amazing. It's all about him on a journey to kind of discover how to use the human body to the peak potential. And he's hoping to reverse the aging process. What I found interesting when I watched this trailer was that he talked about how he's 36 years old. I did not realize he was that old. Did did you guys? That old or that young? Because honestly, when I look at Chris Hemsworth, I think he's like 40. (laughs) Not not because he looks old, but because he looks so mature i don't know i just never didn't think he was that close to my age 
He's not that close to your age. He's four years older than me. He's 36. I'm 32. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty close. Can, can, do you, was it was it math or was it the fact that you don't know my age? <laughs> it was that I didn't know your age. <laughs> We're going to go with math. Ha <laughs> ha, nervous laughter. <laughs> Had you seen the trailer for this, Katie? No, I have not yet, but I'm going to go watch it. The next thing that was announced has a working title. It's called Welcome to Earth featuring Will Smith. And it's a docuseries where Will travels the world. In the trailer, you see him like, in Africa with tribal things happening. And you see him on a mountain that's covered in snow. There was like a whole lot going on there. So that was pretty cool. And then a fourth season of Genius is premiering, which will profile Martin Luther King Jr. A new documentary film, Cousteau, which will debut in theaters before hitting Disney+. Plus. I thought that was an interesting announcement. Yeah. I'm like, do you really want to commit to mm-hmm. anything hitting theaters first? Right. I don't know. I don't know. And then a new documentary series, actually three new documentary series, Secrets of the Whales, A Real Bug's Life, and America the Beautiful. So here's my thought on A Real Bug's Life. They did not use the concept art for A Bug's Life to make the logo. Like, you're clearly using that, so why not That's Why not put a reel and use the Bug's Life logo? Yeah, that's interesting. I thought so. Okay, I'm going to pass it to you guys to talk about Lucasfilm because, mm-hmm. let's be real, y'all are way more excited about this than <laughs> I am. Oh, that's fair. All things Star Wars. First up, we got Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I feel like has been in production for, oh, I don't know, ever. And with it, we have, of course, Ewan McGregor, who's been tied to the project forever. But recently announced is Hayden Christensen is returning as Darth Vader. This was kind of... Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) This is kind of out of left field for it because he's been kind of hesitant to come back. Yes. And do Darth Vader and do Anakin. I mean, I know he kind of did a little bit for the the newest sequels. Right. But this is him returning to actually do some work on the show. Yeah. I'm so excited for this. I'm, I'm so shocked just because he kind of like basically up and kind of left acting after the prequels because he got so much he did (laughs) so he's only done a couple projects you know here and there so i'm excited we didn't get a lot of information on it but i do think that the fact that they're they're saying he's returning as darth vader is saying that this is definitely going to be set after return of the jedi this isn't going to be clone wars obi-wan or anything like that which i'm really excited for we don't know a lot about what happens to Obi-Wan between Revenge of the Sith, yes. Between the, the, the sequels, or the prequels in the in the original trilogy. Oh, so like kind of timeline of Rogue One in there a little bit. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Next up, there are two, not one, but two spinoff series from the Mandalorian era with Mando director Jon Favreau attached. Um, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. Both of which they have been setting up in this season and both of which look like they're going to pan out pretty well. Yeah. Of course, with Rangers, you have Cara Dune coming back to uh, have her own series, which I which will probably interweave with Mandalorian. And then Ahsoka, who's on her own journey. All look amazing. Along with those two, we have Andor, Star Wars The Bad Batch, Star Wars Visions, Lando, The Acolyte, A Droid Story, 
several different series and movies, which all look amazing, right? I'm so ready for these. I'm so ready to be able to dive into Star Wars all year long. How about you, Katie? Yeah, um, I like this kind of snake. It's not really a trailer. They it just did kind of like a preview. Um, and then they showed like some concept art for Andor and it looks great. Um, I really what, haven't been a big fan of any Disney Star Wars films like Head Over Heels, but I loved Rogue One. And so I'm super excited to kind of see what they do there. And then Bad Batch, because I just recently watched Clone Wars after you had talked about it on one of our first Disney Plus episodes. So I'm excited to uh, to see the Bad Batch, man. <laughs> It does look good. That trailer really went went into depth with what happens to them yes. in the transition from um, into the new empire with them, and that yeah. that's going to be pretty interesting. Yes, we didn't get a lot of information on Lando or the acolyte or a droid story. So yeah, I wonder we'll what route they're going to take with route route they're going to take with uh, Lando. Like, are we going to be like Donald Glover era Lando or? Are we going to get Billy D. Williams, like old Lando? I'm really interested <laughs> to see like what kind of what time period that we're going to look at him through. Yeah, and because the way um, The Last Jedi set it up. Or no, I'm sorry. The Rise of Skywalker. The way mm -hmm. The Rise of Skywalker set it up, you could go either way. You could give us a solo story-esque of Lando. Oh, yeah. Or we can go into post- original trilogy and explore what Lando and Luke were doing. Yeah. All those years. Yeah. That looks really cool. They're also revisiting Willow, a new series with Warwick David returning in the title role. And Hannah, it sounds like you're kind of excited for this. I don't know what this is. So I've heard of the movie Willow. I don't remember where I heard of it for the first time. I want to say it was on a podcast. I don't remember for sure, but everyone talks about it. And it's always like this, it's not connected to Star Wars. This is a Lucasfilm project and it's its own universe. And so I'm excited to see it turn into a series. I've never seen the movie, but everyone I hear talk about it. They talk about it like, I'm trying to think of something that's kind of similar, like Fight Club or, you know, like how people are obsessed with it. Oh, it's and got a they, cult following. It's got a cult following, mm, but it has yeah. a very niche cult okay. following. Oh, interesting. And so I just looked it up, and Ron Howard directed the movie, and George yes. Lucas was one of the writers. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so it's it's a pretty big deal. It was just before our time. I want to say it was released in the 70s. Is that correct? Uh, late 88. 88. Okay. So still before our time. And so I just am excited about this. Because it'll force me to go and actually watch the movie because I have heard so many great things about it. And then I'm excited to see what kind of, like, route they take with it. It It's my understanding it's kind of like a dystopian movie, but I could be completely wrong about that. No, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. So, I'm interested. Yeah, for sure. That is something that Lucasfilm is going to be producing that isn't necessarily Star Wars. Moving into like the feature films of Lucasfilm, the next installment of the Indiana Jones franchise is going to be under Lucasfilm, which I think is interesting. I don't really know how I feel about this. I'm not going to think about it yet, but that's uh, that's uh, coming out of there. Also, Children of Blood and Bone, which is based on a best-selling novel. 
Um, I haven't heard of it. Either of y'all, have y'all heard of it before? Nope. Yes. Oh, okay. Do you know anything about it? Uh, yes. It was one of Jimmy Fallon's, like, best uh, book picks a couple years ago. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a pretty big book. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's interesting that Lucasfilm is, like, I kind of like that they're taking on other big projects now besides just Star Wars. So I think that'll be interesting to see what they do. We also have another Star Wars film um, by Taika Waititi, who we all know and love, or you better know and love from Thor Ragnarok. Um, <laughs> so I, anything he touches is I just pretty much gold in my mind. So I'm super pumped. No title, no information yet there. Um, but the next Star Wars theatrical release is going to be Rogue Squadron, which is going to come in December of 2023. So that kind of falls in like the two to three year mark you were talking about earlier, Hannah. And it's going to be directed by Wonder Woman's Patty Jenkins. Right now, obviously, there's no trailer for this. But I did see yesterday that Patty Jenkins posted a short video to her Twitter. And she's kind of talking about why she is invested in this project and excited for it. And then at the end, she like puts on like a squadron, like jumpsuit and a rebellion helmet. And so kind of not really a teaser, but I guess, I don't know what you would call that, like a feature introduction or something. So, yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's the movies we got for now. I think I'll get excited for that. Yeah. I think, I think I'll get excited for that. (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) Let's talk about Disney Studios motion pictures. They confirmed a lot of movies that we already knew about. They confirmed casts that had been rumored. And so I'm really, really excited about some of those. One that was supposed to release this summer was Jungle Cruise with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Cruella is still slated to be released next year, which I am excited about. And that has... I always get the Emmas confused. I'm pretty sure it's Emma Watson. My girl Emma. Ah, okay, is it Emma let's Stone? take a beat and circle back. It's Emma Stone. It Emma is- Watson is a mediocre actress, and I'm gonna need you to separate the greatness of Emma Stone. It's fine. <laughs> I'll write you an essay on why they're different. <laughs> okay, please do. I'll post it to the <laughs> website. So anyway, I'm still really excited about it. If you've been listening for any amount of time. Cruella is my favorite Disney villain, number one. She's the best, and I love her so much. And then the biggest thing was that the Little Mermaid cast that's been, like, discussed, debated, there's been huge uproar over, it was finally announced. And so... Wait, okay, wait, I have a question. Yeah. They announced... They announced Hallie uh, Bailey a while ago. They announced Hallie Bailey a while ago, but they had not announced okay. the rest of the cast. Okay. okay that was okay. the only one that had been announced. And so Hallie Bailey is uh, playing Ariel. Melissa McCarthy, who was rumored this summer to be playing Ursula. And it, like, you kept hearing, like, shutdowns. Like, you don't, you don't think this is actually happening. And so I'm so excited for that. And then something that I hadn't heard any rumors about was that David Diggs is going to be playing Sebastian. And last night I was on TikTok and there was a video during the Hamilton Presser tour where he was asked, like they were talking and then she goes, and now you're going to be on uh, The Little Mermaid as Sebastian with 
Lin-Manuel Miranda working on the lyrics for the movie. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and it was like the most fantastic denial. And it it was just so, so good. And so I'm really excited to have him as Sebastian. Then let's talk about things that we didn't know about. I hadn't heard anything about a prequel to The Lion King. Had you guys? Nope. Nope, nope. Nope, and you know, y'all know your girl's not happy about that. I I think it could be interesting. I'm not- Even more than Beauty and the Beast. I'm not super excited, but I'm not against it either. I really like prequels, and so I'm, I'm intrigued. Then Hocus Pocus 2, which is something that's been rumored for a while, but hadn't officially mm-hmm. been announced. That was announced. Three Men and a Baby, which is a- ru- Reboot of the original film starring Zac Efron. I had heard about that. Had you heard about that, Katie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then a Cheaper by the Dozen remake, which is a surprise to me with Gabrielle Union and Kenya Barris. A new sister act starring Whoopi Goldberg, who will be producing alongside Tyler Perry. I'm kind of excited about that one. How do you feel, Katie? I'm just not a giant fan of Whoopi anymore. Gotcha. But... I mean, I'll probably still watch it just because I did enjoy the original. You know, well, I guess there it's not a remake. But, you know, I did yeah. enjoy that when it came out. And so I'll probably give it a watch. I appreciate that they're not recasting or trying to remake it. This is Me too. a sequel. Me too. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which is going to be a hybrid live action starring John Mulaney and uh, Andy Samberg. I don't know how to feel about that. I'm excited that, like, kids today are getting some of the shows that we watched as kids. So, I'm happy about that. But I don't know how, I don't know, I don't like Andy Samberg. So, we'll see how that goes. Disney also announced several live-action remakes to some movies or, like, adaptations of movies. So, Pinocchio will be starring Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Peter Pan and Wendy will be starring Jude Law as Captain Hook. And Blackish is Yaris Shahidi as Tinkerbell. I'm intrigued as to how that one will play out. Like, is it going to be a remake or is it an adaptation? I want more information, please. Thank you. And Agreed. Disenchanted, which is a long-awaited sequel to Enchanted. And Amy Adams is already cast to come back as Giselle. I'm so excited. How long have we waited for this? I looked it up. It came out in 2007. This, to me, is on the same level as the wait for Incredibles 2. What do you think, Katie? Yeah, like, yes. It's, I don't, I just don't get why you wait so long. Like, it's just surprising because Disney is all about making money. Everybody knows that. So it's like, they build and they make sequels to other movies. And it's like, Enchanted was great. Everybody loved it. Made money. Why the heck did we have to wait 13 years for a sequel? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, you could have a child when Enchanted came out, and now they're in middle school. Like, (laughs) that's a long time, y'all. Y'all been waiting on a sequel for this movie? Ryan, please exit the chat. It's fine. Ryan has left the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, I'm serious. (laughs) I'm ready to talk Disney movies, past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah... And Katie sat down to talk about all things Disney Plus. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Bye. So good luck talking Mando. <laughs> it'll just be a monologue with Katie. <laughs>
Join me. Another project that was announced is Greek Freak about NBA. Giannis Antetokounmpo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets it right. Giannis. Giannis is going to be in this film. I, I, I read stuff about it and it, it I felt like it was vague. I, from what I've it's seen. It's a movie. Okay. It's, it's going. They're they're going to do several biopics and 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 such on some sports figures and such. I'm excited because Chris Paul is one of them, and even CP3. though he doesn't play for the Thunder anymore, I'm super excited to see his story. I think he's done so much in the past year as the president of the NBA Players League, and I'm excited to see his story played out on the big screen. And then another athlete that's been announced is Keenan Lowe. And then we've got animated uh, movies that are coming out, which is interesting because it's listed under Disney Feature Studios. I don't understand that, but whatever. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wilds, starring Simon Pegg, and Night at the Museum. I don't know how I feel about that stuff. You guys have I thoughts? I don't. I don't either. I, I could. I could. I could probably sit down and, and get into the Night at the Museum thing because those movies are pretty good. They they stay pretty good. But I don't know how they're going to do the what they're going to do with the animation part of it, but looks intriguing. But I feel like that takes away some of like the magic of Night at the Museum because like it's a cartoon. Like anything can happen in a cartoon. Right. But facts. Where like. The Night in the Museum movies are live action movies. And while there is some CGI. Some. Like, like the some. Jonas Brothers as baby cherubs. Some CGI? There is some CGI. Those, that, that dinosaur, that giant T-Rex was real. Oh, yeah, you get, right. The giant T-Rex. The uh, Easter Island statue talking, wanting, chewing gum, bubble gum, blowing bubbles. That that was so dumb, dumb, dumb practical is real. effect. No, my point is it's not a, it's not a it's not comic anime, right. or a cartoon right but you said it was there was some like as there, in, like, was there wasn't some. very much cgi there was cgi all over that movie oh, whatever. it was great and don't get me wrong it doesn't take away from it it adds to it but it wasn't all practical effects this is what happens when you are quarantining and you're stuck in the same house <laughs> as someone for 72 hours it's fine okay disney animation studios announcements raya and the last dragon will debut Simultaneously on Disney Plus Premier Access and in theaters in March 2021 once again. I think that's a pretty bold statement to say it's going to premiere in theaters, but, you know, I'm not in charge of things. Another thing that I'm pretty excited about is Encanto, which is going to feature songs by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who I think is now owned by Disney. Like, I think <laughs> I think he now is the property of Disney. This was the price to get... Hamilton on Disney Plus is he as, has to work for them forever now. Dude, as long as he doesn't sing and just writes, I'm good. He can stay at Disney forever. Whoa. You don't like Lin Manuel singing? Um, this might be another discussion for another time because his singing voice is absolutely average. But well, he's well, good saying- at rapping. Like, he's a good rapper. Well, yeah, no, yeah, but I'm just talking about his singing voice, oh, okay. his average. <laughs> okay. I don't know that I agree with that, but I don't disagree with that. I like <laughs> I like his version of You're Welcome more than I like the Dwayne The Rock Johnson version. No. It's better. No. Well, feel free to DM us mm. on this spicy take of Lin-Manuel. Give us your thoughts. Give yeah. us your thoughts. Spill the tea. 
So, as far as animated series, the first ever Walt Disney animated series or animated studios produced series will be Baymax, Zootopia Plus, Tiana, Moana the series. If you have a Disney movie that you have liked even a little bit, <laughs> you probably should just send an email to Walt Disney Animation Studios and they'll make it into a TV series for you. That's that's a fact. Yeah. Why not? Not this is not fake news. Well, I, it, well, and, and, and take a look. At, I mean, if you look at it, they're trying to move away from big theatrical features and trying to be more more diverse with series. I mean, I, it, it makes perfect sense to go this route. You can you can tell a more in depth story on Disney Plus for less money or the same amount of money, amount of money not pay theaters their cut and distribute it immediately. But here's my thing about this. I feel like with Tangled, the animated series that they released, it it kept us from getting a sequel ever. And that movie deserved a sequel. Well, that's fair. But and I, and I feel like you're going to get a little bit better quality out of the Disney Plus stuff than you are the the Disney Channel stuff we were getting at that point because they were going for a different audience. I just think Zootopia, Princess and the Frog, and Moana all... I don't know that Moana deserves a sequel because I feel like Moana's story wrapped up so well. But I feel like... I mean, people have been begging for a Zootopia sequel since it came out. People have been begging for a Princess and the Frog sequel since it came out. And I think by creating these series we're not going to get that katie i'm not a fan of sequels i like i'm a fan of original work and i feel like disney lately is just going the easy route as we saw in episode nine when palpatine was not dead and so sorry katie. i think there's some movie you mean seven eight and nine. Oh yeah that's true yeah. um facts but i like i just it's okay for something to be great and to just leave it like that instead of milking it as a cash cow because it was a like it was a hit and so while i loved princess and the frog i loved moana like usually sequels aren't better than the original and i don't know so i'm more okay with them going this route because it, it's I, I know they want to continue the story. Um, so I don't know. I guess I would prefer if they're going to do anything, I would prefer a series over a movie. And like I said, with Baymax and Moana, I'm fine with it. I just feel like Zootopia and Tiana or Princess and the Frog both left a bigger story to be told. That would be so much more compelling in a movie format. Well, I mean, if you think about Zootopia... I could argue that with, for any Disney movie. They could go with... The buddy cop route like you know cop buddy route and it's yeah that could be cute i mean but that's that's pretty much what it's going to be and so by going with the series route they can tell multiple stories versus trying to tie having to have an overarching arch and make it fit in to an hour and a half or a two hour time slot they can they can spread it out over you know one or two or three seasons however long they want to do it the last thing that was announced from the Walt Disney Animation Studios was Iwaju, which will be produced in collaboration with the Pan-African comic book company Kugali. Please accept my apologies if I pronounced either of those words wrong. I think that'll be very interesting. I haven't I have heard no much about idea. it. 
Me either. I'm, I, yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting. Let's talk Katie's favorite part of the Disney (laughs) family. Pixar Animation Studios. That's this is false, viewers. Don't listen to her. She loves it so much. She's gonna read them all off. Yeah, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. it's totally factual. I think Pixar's announcements were the ones that we didn't see coming at all. Dude, I hadn't heard anything about any of these projects. Had you guys? No. Well, you know I don't follow Pixar, so that's going to be a hard no. So I, I'm pretty excited about <laughs> all of these. So Turning Red is going to be a feature film about a teenager who's going through the awkwardness of being a teenager. Her name's May. And there's a twist. When she gets too excited, she turns into a giant red panda. <laughs> Same. <laughs> this will be... <laughs> so this is about you, Katie? <laughs> It's actually a documentary. (laughs) This will hit theaters March 11th in 2022. So the next huge thing that people pretty much lost their minds over, including my husband, is that Lightyear is slated for theaters in 2022. Chris Evans will voice the hero that Buzz Lightyear is based on as he journeys to become the most famous space ranger ever. I like this because it's not connected to Toy Story, in my opinion. Yes. Now, the way she set that up, it sounds like I'm excited for this. Like, really excited for this. No. I, I'm... I While I'm excited for the story they're going to tell with it, the fact that Chris Evans spent, what, 10 years, Katie, saying that he wants to take a break from acting. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to be tied to one character's name. He wants to take a break, maybe go into producing or directing. What does he do right after Endgame? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to voice Buzz Lightyear. What? You're like, no what? Deal. <laughs> okay. Because that's low-key. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited. I- I- I'm very happy and ecstatic with how they ended Captain America's r- run in the MCU. Not me. Very happy. I love the way it ended. It wrapped it up nicely. It gave him... A- a- and and that's fine. That, I can listeners. be alone. I'll-, I'll die on this island alone. But... <laughs> The fact that he chose to go and voice Buzz Lightyear after telling us for a decade, this is so exhausting. I want to go take a break and be a producer for a couple years for what? I don't know. I don't know. So I loved the Buzz Lightyear television series. And I feel like this is going to be something similar to that. And so I'm I'm really, really excited for it. I think it's going to be adorable. And... I'm just really excited about it. The next thing is called Luca, a celebration of friendship between a boy named Luca and his best friend Alberto during an unforgettable unforgettable summer. This will be released in theaters June 2021. And then as far as series for Pixar Animation Studios, Win or Lose, Pixar's first ever long-form animation series is set to debut in 2023 follows a middle school softball team in the week leading up to their championship game. Each episode is told from the perspective of a different character. So this this looks like it's going to be interesting. I don't Yeah, I don't know. I that is a that is a very different take to have each episode from a different viewpoint. Yeah, your main ca- character changes every episode. 
Um, yeah, so you have to have a really strong, like, base storyline that's going to connect all of them. Some other series that were announced, some other series that were announced, I'm assuming these will probably be shorts, are Inside Pixar, Pixar Popcorn, Doug Days, and Cars. Um, I I would assume that these are all going to be shorts that'll probably be released on Disney+. Plus. Okay, once yeah. again, I'm going to turn over the floor... Wait, you, you don't want to join the conversation with us on this? I definitely have some thoughts on several things here, but I, I want to let you guys kind of drive this conversation. Marvel Studios, man, I was listening to someone talking about the live stream and they were like, we're going to be eating good for a long time. Like, they announced oh, yeah. so much stuff and I think it's it's going to be a good time for, for Marvel fans for the next couple months. As always. So... Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Fantastic Four were announced. These were films that had been rumored but had not been formally announced, correct? Correct. Uh, The the Fantastic Four, everybody knew they were going to do something, but it was just a matter of when. Right. Um, That one is the the big one from the Fox get. That right there is Fantastic Four. And fans, have you seen, Ryan, that fans are like real, like, if, you know... All the time you're like, if fans could cast, this is who they would cast. And they keep saying John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as, uh, I, for, I haven't watched the Fantastic Four in so long, but as a doctor and his wife. And I don't think I hate it. Oh, I'm uh, I, I'm all for... Reed, all Reed, for that's his name, right? The doctor? Those two, yes. 100%. Yes. I don't know who I would cast as the Human Torch and the Rock guy, but I I really think that John and Emily could play a great easily you know i love reed and mrs reed so some films that had already been announced that we knew about were black widow shang chi and the legends of the ten rings eternals doctor strange and the multiverse of madness thor love and thunder black panther 2 blade captain marvel 2 guardians of the galaxy volume 3 which is going to be a holiday special right no, 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 no. No, that's further down. That's that's an actual movie. Oh, okay. oh yeah, they're separate things. One thing missing from this lineup that they did mention, but they didn't announce, is the Spider-Man 3 that's coming out before any of these, except for Black Pan- um, Black Widow. Like, Oh, yes. I found yeah, that because odd. We're, we're, I've been seeing casting news. I've been seeing a lot of casting news, and I have no idea where they're going to take this movie. It's going... It's, and I it's, don't know t- it's tying in very either. tightly. With um, Doctor Strange, Doctor multiverse. Strange, yes, very yes. tightly. Um, they're bringing yeah. in because we got everybody. Jamie Fox back. Is what? Who did he play? The what's a electric shot guy? Oh yeah, or, the, you Electro. Know what I'm about? They're bringing back Electro. They're bringing back and then the guy the who played Spider-Man. the Octo guy, Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah, like they're bringing. Yeah, yes, the guy who played him is coming back. So it's like, where are we going with this? <laughs> oh, and, and they, they, they've also talked about bringing back Kirsten Dunst. I think she may have already signed on both the other oh Spider-Men. Um, yeah, we're, we're going full on Spider-Verse in this next one. It's going to be, could be crazy. My brain. So. It's, it, it'd be wild. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about mm. casting, about some of these movies. Um, the biggest thing... I think as far as casting that came out of Investor Day was that T'Challa will not be recast. Yes. Which I think was a fantastic decision. I think that 
is honoring Chadwick Boseman and his legacy. And I think it would have felt strange or forced. Yeah. If they had tried to recast him, I'm excited to see what they do with that and how they use his sister moving forward. I read that they're going to focus more on like Wakanda, Mm. like in the different stories of the people within Wakanda. Yeah. Which I think could be really cool. Like, a little more focus on Mbaku and Okoye, and I, I think it could be real good. Oh, yes. Um, it's probably going to be real good. <laughs> so as far as Captain Marvel 2 casting, Brie Larson will be returning as Carol Danvers. Yay. Joining the cast are recently Ooh, announced Miss Marvel, Iman Vellani, and Monica Rambeau, played by WandaVision's Tiana Paris. For, wait, for what? Captain Marvel 2. Oh, they're in the movie too? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't care. So that's probably why I didn't know. (laughs) Another big casting announcement is for Thor Love and Thunder. Christian Bale will be joining the cast of Thor Love and Thunder as the villain Gore, the God Butcher. Yes. Interesting. Um, And then some other casting news for Ant-Man and the Wasp is that Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer all return. Catherine Newton will be joining the cast as Cassie Lang and Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror. And I th- and also Rachel McAdams is coming back, correct? She is not For listed. Doctor Strange, uh, Dr. Strange I th- I th- is not on. I thought I read that yesterday. Okay. I cannot confirm or deny that. There's no Doctor Strange on their Instagram post. So I'm not saying yes, but I'm not saying no. Why is there no Doctor Strange stuff on here? That's weird. Okay. Well, because these those are way down the line. Well, okay. Well, but like they have a bunch of posts from announced from that day. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, we have made it to the last section of our conversation, which are the series that will be coming to Disney Plus from Marvel. I'm actually really excited about a lot of these, even though I'm not. A huge Marvel fan. So we've got Secret Invasion starring Samuel Jackson. Ironheart, which is about the genius inventor starring Dominic Thorne. Armor Wars is what I'm the most excited about. Featuring Don Cheadle coming back as Rhodey, who will be facing Tony Stark's worst fears. Also announced are Moon Knight, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, and I Am Groot, which will be a series of original shorts. So... You're you're most excited about Armor Wars. Why? Because Iron Man is my favorite Marvel series. Okay. <laughs> so with that said, you're gonna like Ironheart. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't know she's excited about that yeah. yet. Yeah. Um. Some titles that we've already heard and we know a lot about are WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, and She Hulk. She Hulk will feature Tatiana Maslany in the role alongside Mark Ruffalo and Tim Roth. Hawkeye will see Haley Steinfeld alongside Jim- Jeremy Renner. Katie, you want to talk about what you were talking about? Yeah, and if you haven't seen yet, we did get a first look at Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, another trailer for WandaVision for What If, which I didn't know was going to be an animated series. I didn't either. I thought it was going to be live action so that's interesting and then kind of similar to andor we got a sneak peek at miss marvel so you know some concept art talking to the people who are 
you know, going to be producing, directing, and starring in it. So the Loki trailer, oh my gosh. Yes. It is, I am pumped. Loki, time traveling, space cop feel. And of course, you know, he tries to take over the world. Of course. Coup d'etat. Naturally. Naturally. What did you expect? <laughs> what did you expect? Exactly. And doesn't he say that at the end of the trailer? Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> and then, of course, they, they automatically, everybody he's got behind him who's supposed to be on his side turns on him. Of course. Of course. Of course. So, yes, I am so excited. Honestly, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I was a little disappointed in the lack of awesomeness from Bucky. Me too. Me too. I feel like it was a little underwhelming. A little bit. I, like, Sam's side of it, he, like, showed out and was awesome, but they didn't really feature Bucky doing anything awesome. But I know. I hope that that isn't how the series goes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready to share our top three? I am. Yes. Okay, Ryan, why don't you give us the top three things you're excited for coming out of Investor Day? Loki. Very excited for Loki. <clears throat> Rangers. And Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's my number yes. one. That's a good list. Katie? Um, so, echoing Ryan, Obi-Wan is absolutely number one, and that's just because Obi-Wan is probably my second favorite Star Wars character. Love Ewan McGregor, so I'm here for it. Um, And as much as I, like, I just, I just don't really care for Pixar. I do love Toy Story. I love Toy Story and I love Finding Nemo. And so I'm excited for Lightyear, like Hannah said, because I did watch the Buzz Lightyear series, you know, Emperor Zerg, like, and so I'm just really excited. Plus I love Chris Evans. So I'm excited for that. And then I'm excited for Tiana because out of all the Disney movies, I feel like Tiana, even more than Frozen, more than Tangled, has like the most story to tell because like, we know, like, how is she going to run her restaurant? Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I think there's so much to tell there. And I really hope they bring back um, the original cast with, like, Ananiki Rose. And I, I'm excited for that. To see where they go with it. So, that's my top three. So, my top three are Beauty and the Beast, Lightyear, and Iron Wars. I'm excited about nice. all of these things. They've, they've got some star power behind them. What do you think they'll end up calling Beauty and the Beast? Because I know it's a working title, and I know they're not going to call it Beauty and the Beast. I feel like they should call it Gaston. That seems fair. I mean, I don't understand why, if this is going to be his origin story, why they haven't Mm -hmm. just gone with that. I mean, maybe there's some legal issues there. I don't know. They own the rights. What legal issues would you have? Well, if there's something that already exists that's called Gaston. Disney will buy it. Well, I'm 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 not saying saying no. I'm, I'm just saying I'm also, if we can expand to four, I'm also really excited about The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid is probably one of my least favorite animated princess movies. And I think this live action remake could be really fun, especially with Alan Menken working with Lin-Manuel Miranda. I think it's going to be pretty amazing. But there's also been, like, I've heard these rumors and like on IMDb, like it said this as well, but Jacob Tremblay is Flounder. Yes, that is um, correct. Javier Bardem is King Triton. Aquafina is Scuttle. Yes. And they've announced Prince Eric. So, like, I've heard other castings, too, which I think... Those have be... all been announced. I don't know how I feel about... I, I don't know how I feel about Aquafina as Scuttle. Yeah, so. I thought that was weird. But, yeah, no, they yeah, announced the full <laughs> cast for The Little Mermaid. I just talked about the ones I cared about. 
So, okay. Well, thanks so much for joining me. And I hope you guys heard some news about Investor Day that you're excited about. I feel like a lot of the articles that we were reading were kind of complicated and, I don't know, felt really heavy. So maybe this, you know, short podcast, lol, is something... We'll tell you what you need to know. You can just listen to instead of having to read and digest some poorly worded articles. No shade. Yes. Once again, we have beanies for sale. They have officially come in. You can see pictures of them on our Instagram, at Princess in the Podcast. Shoot me a DM if you're interested. They're $8 plus shipping if necessary. Anything else to say, guys? We will not be out of things to talk about on our Disney Plus monthly nope. podcast. That is nope. for sure. Nope. That will be... <laughs> yeah yeah we have plenty to talk about i'm so glad you joined us for this week's princess and podcast be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at princess and podcast and on twitter at princess and pod visit our website princess i hope you live happily ever after <laughs>